Hey guys, I'm so excited that you're here. This is the first episode of the hashtag mom life podcast. I'm super excited and I can't wait for you to hear what we have in store for you today. First, I have to give a shout out to our sponsor, The Moms Brand. Hey, listen, I am truly in love with this brand simply because it was a vision that God gave me. And I can't wait for more ladies to um, be exposed to exactly what this brand is. This is a brand simply for moms. People oftentimes see me with my mom shirt or my mom hat on and say, hey, what does mom stand for? And it's not an acronym for anything. And if you notice on the merchandise, it says mom, period. So I often uh, come back with them and say, what do moms do and they say well everything and so that's what this brand represents this brand represents um, that you're proud to be a mom and represents all of the moms that are doing everything that are powerful multitaskers and and so much more so if you would like more information on exactly what the mom's brand is what they have to offer and what they represent visit themomsbrand.com it's www.themomsbrand.com or you can find them on social um their instagram is at the mom's brand and their facebook page is at themomsbrand.com so i hope that you find something that you really enjoy i know i really enjoy it not because it's my own brand but simply because i love getting to interact with other moms and I love being able to explain what the brand represents to them. So check it out. All right, guys. So this is our very first episode of the hashtag mom life podcast. I also have a vlog that will be released right now. It's just on Instagram. Um, so you can find that on the Instagram, both on my personal account. It's G-I-A-N-N-I. J-A-N-T-Z-E. You can also find uh, more information about the vlog and even view the Instagram vlog um, on the Moms Brand, uh, their Instagram. So it's just simply the Moms Brand, M-O-M-S Brand, the Moms Brand. (laughs) So anyways, um, this podcast, I feel like has been long overdue. It's something that God's been tugging at my heart to do. And quite frankly, I'll be 100% honest, I recorded an episode last week and I was not in love with it. I had it on iTunes and everything. Nobody knew it was there except for me and a few people. And I simply deleted it because it wasn't authentic and it wasn't what I felt like this podcast was going to represent. And so um, I deleted it and I decided to start over. And so this is me starting from scratch. I have no notes. All I have is a word that God gave me in my heart. And so simply how this podcast is going to go is we're going to be talking about all different topics. Um, we're going to keep God at the center and then motherhood and, and everyday life, current events, all that is going to kind of intertwine with it. And so um, I think we can find God in every situation. We can find good and find God in the good, in the bad, in the ugly. Um, we can particularly find God in, uh, in being a mom, you know, being a wife, if you're a wife, uh, you know, just being a provider and being a nurturer. And so I personally think that, um, moms, I don't know, they're, they're like a, a visual representation of, of who God was. And so not to get it confused with, you know, God being a female, but I know that God is a nurturer and God is a provider. And so oftentimes moms will, will find themselves in those roles, uh, from the day to day. And so I think that's kind of neat in how God created us and kind of wired us to be like that. And so, 
Um, we're also next week. I'm super excited. Hopefully, um, if everything goes as planned, we're going to have a guest next week, Miss Katrina Perez. And I'm super excited to talk with her. Um, honestly, I connected with her through the mom's brand. And so I've, I've kind of met her, um, at church. Her husband is one of our worship leaders, one of our awesome, awesome, uh, worship leaders, Chad Perez. And so, um, you know, he was like, Hey, my wife, loves your brand but I'm not sure where to get stuff so that meant that I need to work on (laughs) showing people where to purchase things but that also gave me an opportunity to say hey uh, let me connect with her and so me and her connected through social media and we have um, an interview scheduled for next week and so her son's gonna be there so it's gonna be really awesome and so if you know anybody that may be wanting to um to be a guest and just simply share their story um, and kind of be a little transparent, tell them to email me, email info at themomsbrand.com. And I would love to talk with them and schedule a time, um, you know, at their convenience, we can meet in person, we can meet online, whatever the case may be, but I would love to talk, to talk with them and see what we can work out. So anyways, today's topic um, is going to be kind of just trusting him. And so I know that may sound super spiritual for some or, or super, um, super religious. And so I'll just start off and say that I'm not a super, super, super religious person. I do believe that everybody should have a relationship with Christ. However, um, sometimes religion kind of holds us up and makes us feel like we're in a box. And so I'll be totally transparent with you. Um, I think over the past, I don't know how long, um, before, and even even when I was raised in the church, it was all about religion and rules and laws and things you can't do. And there was more things that you couldn't do than what you could do. And so uh, finally, I was able to realize after going to a different church and, and, and just reconnecting with God that uh, that is not true. And so um, God is is fun. It's it's fun to follow Jesus. It's sometimes it's hard, but it's fun. So. You know, just thinking back on that, um, I was actually sharing, um, if you don't know me personally, if you don't know, I have a two-year-old that will be three in July by the name of Cannon. And so um, that's a a Japanese uh, name for those that don't know. You can research it later. Uh, My dad is actually Okinawan, which is now part of Japan. So anyways, (laughs) I don't want to go off on this tangent. We can talk about that later, but... um, Cannon is awesome, and Cannon, the more I think about it, even though his name is spelled K-A-N-N-O-N, the older he gets, um, he's starting to act like an actual Cannon, like the C-A-N-N-O-N, and so uh, he is just a fireball and full of energy, full of life, and I'm learning more to appreciate those moments now because I know in a few years um, he will be... (laughs) out of the house and graduating and starting his own life as an adult and all of those good things. So even though right now it is very trying with him being two, they always tell you terrible twos. I don't like to call them terrible twos. I like to call them adventurous twos. And he's, I hear that that kind of goes on until like they're five. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anybody have any tips for me to, to, to prepare myself, I will gladly take them. But um, I was sharing yesterday um, with uh, another one of our worship leaders, Mrs. Sarah Kuba, who was awesome, by the way. I was sharing her, and we were kind of just talking about, uh, you know, talking about life and things that are going on currently. And I told her 
um, people oftentimes ask me about my birthing experience with Canon, and I always tell them, they ask, you know, of course, people that have never had kids before always ask, you know, what was the pain like? Did it hurt? And truthfully, it didn't for me. And I know that may sound kind of weird. And yes, I did have um, an epidural, but I think my epidural wore off before I, I was like even in full blown labor. I don't know. But um, as soon as I found out that I was pregnant, I started to mentally prepare myself um, to go through quite possibly the worst pain that I may ever experience. And so um, I just had started mentally preparing myself with that, just having to talk with God every day. I was in the word and, and, and this this kind of phrase or this this quote that would always stick with me was just trusting God. And so as I was talking to Sarah yesterday, she was talking about kind of some things she has going on and she's a theater teacher. And so this season of in her life is very, very busy. And she's also a worship leader and, and, and a wife and all of this good stuff. And so she was talking about how it's kind of chaotic right now. And so I told her for me, I said, listen, I said, you know, these are two totally separate situations. I said, but one thing that helped me get through my pregnancy and get through it mentally and get through it. Um, even physically was to keep reminding myself, just trust in God. And so I think that that can relate to anybody, any situation that you're going through, trust in God. And so, I mean, just being transparent, even with this podcast right now, I have absolutely no notes, which if you know me, you know, I'm one of the most like avid note takers. Like I have a note for everything. I have a sticky note that reminds me to read my sticky note that reminds me to read my sticky note for my groceries. And so I have like notes everywhere. (laughs) I have notes in my phone. And so for me, this even right now is me just trusting in God and trusting that he's going to give me the words to say, because. I don't have anything written down. There's no script or anything. And so as we were talking about that, I I just was reminded again, because I think it's easy for us to kind of say, okay, well, we trust in God, but he's taking too long. Or yeah, we trust in God when it's convenient. Or yeah, we trust in God when um, things are good. But when things are kind of chaotic and hectic and maybe not going the way we want them to, we don't trust in him anymore. We kind of trust in ourselves and say, okay, Um, you know, we can do, we can do all this. We'll kind of just call God when we need help. When I don't think it should be that way. I think that it should be that you are relying on God first and, um, then you're putting action, of course, and then you're trusting God for makeup to make up everything that you can't do to fill in uh, those areas that you just cannot do in your own will. And so as me and her were talking, I don't know, it was just like a revelation to me. And I'm like, man, um, I need to, I need to start saying that again. I need to just start saying, Hey, trust in God. And so back to my birthing experience, um, it was kind of crazy how everything happened because I was induced. Um, and so I didn't have preeclampsia, but I was on my way. And so I was induced at, I want to say 37 and a half, 38 weeks. So Kenny was about two weeks early. And so, um, anyways, it was crazy how it happened because I had already mentally prepared to be induced because my blood pressure was just crazy. Um, but Cannon was healthy. And so that was good, but my body was just doing some weird stuff. I've never had high blood pressure before anything like that. And so, um, I went to the doctor and, um, he said, well, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. He said, so you're going to go full term. And I said, well, 
I thought you told me I was going to be induced. I was already preparing for that. I had my son in July, so I was with him through all of summer in Texas. And so if you live in Texas near Galveston at all, like League City um, area, I'm in Texas City, and it is incredibly hot. And so I'm already a hot-natured person. Like, I, I love sleeping in 69, 68 degree thermostat but imagine me being pregnant on top of that and so he had told me um that I was going to go full term and so I asked him I said I thought you said I was going to be induced and he said well okay and so he had to make a phone call to the hospital that I was delivering at um because for whatever reason they liked for people to go at least 39 weeks before they delivered well, I guess he pulled some strings, and so he called me that same evening and said, hey, this is what's going to happen. Um, you're going to go to the doctor. They're going to start the process of you being induced. He said, go there at 5 o'clock, then they're going to send you home. And he said, but before you leave, they're going to tell you what time to come back the next morning, and that morning is, is, is you know, probably going to be the morning that you're going to have your son. So I'm like, okay. And so uh, me and my husband went um, when he told us to go. And um, I was like, okay. So I called work because I was able to work up until I had my son because I absolutely love my job. Called my supervisor and pretty much told him, hey, uh, this is what's going to happen. You know, I'm not going to be able to make it to work because I'm about to have a kid. And so luckily I've been blessed with super, super, super good at uh, supervisors. So anyways, I get to the hospital and explain to them, hey, I'm here to start the process of me being induced. Uh, the doctor said that y'all are going to start the process and then you'll tell me what time to come back in the morning. And I remember the lady looking me like very weirdly and like kind of shocked. And she was like, oh, no, you're not going home until after, you know, after you've had your baby. You know, you're going to be in here until until the, the baby is delivered. And I just remember looking at my husband and thinking, that is not what the doctor told us. <laughs> the doctor did not say um, this This was going to be like it. You know, this is going to be the moment that I've mentally been preparing for. But in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking just trusting God, trusting God, trusting his plan. Because at that point, what could I say? No. I wasn't going to go home and deliver my baby in the, on the bathroom floor. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, what can I say at this point? So all I could say was, yes, luckily we had our hospital bag that we just kept in the car with us. So we had that. And my mom was here at the time helping out. And so uh, I called my mom and told my mom, hey, mom, um, I probably wasn't this calm. I, I, I think the adrenaline hit me and kind of the anxiety hit me. And so I don't know if I was calm or what, but I pretty much told her, hey, mom, I'm not coming home. Um, the baby's going to be here <laughs> like soon. I'm not coming home until after Cannon is born. And so uh, luckily she gathered up some things here for me and um, she came to the hospital. And so we were waiting. And so they started the process of being induced. I won't go into details, but they started that whole process and the entire time. I was having contractions and it's crazy because if you've ever been induced, they give you, um, this, this like, I don't know, it's medicine or whatever it is in an IV called Pitocin. And so, uh, you know, you can go from levels one to 10 as to do like how high the dosage is with 10 being the highest. And so I just remember like the contractions 
were, I could feel them, but it wasn't painful. And it's so crazy. And I think because I was choosing not to focus on the pain in that moment and just to keep reminding myself to trust in God, I think that made it less painful and to be a hundred percent honest with you. And so, um, as I was going through it, like I felt, I felt the contractions, but I wasn't bothered by it. I chose to focus, uh, focus on something else. I chose to focus on, you know, at the time I was still in grad school. And so I, I chose to focus on doing homework. I remember watching Family Feud, um, and just doing things to keep my mind off of it. And still, I still had at this point, it wasn't in the back of my head anymore. It was in the front of my head, front and center of saying, trust in God. And that's what I would focus on. Just trust in God, trust in God, trust in God. And that's all I could do because everything else at that point was out of my control. Whether the baby was going to come in the next 10 minutes, where the baby was going to come in the next three days, it wasn't up to me. It was up to God. And so I just had to keep reminding myself, just trusting God, trusting God trusting God. And so, um, at one point they had the Pitocin at a 10, which is the highest, I believe that the highest dosage or whatever that they could give you. And I could feel the contractions. They were getting a little bit more intense, but not overbearing to the point of where I was like, Oh my goodness. And so I remember the nurse came in, which it's crazy how God lines things up because one of my awesome nurses, Miss Kelly, actually goes to the same church as me. And and that's crazy because I get to see the lady that that helped me birth new life and she now goes to the same church as me and she even gets to see my son sometimes. It's just crazy how God th- lines things up. But anyways, um, I just remember her saying, uh, at one point, we're going to have to actually turn this dosage down because the contractions are so strong, but you obviously aren't affected by them, but it's affecting your son. And so uh, little did I know, and I was blessed to have great nurses, but, um, you know, I was feeling those contractions and those contractions are really meant to prepare you for childbirth. And even though they weren't affecting me, they were affecting him. And so what would happen is my heart rate would go up and his heart rate would go down. And so that wasn't good. Uh, the nurse that actually helped me deliver my baby, which I believe her name is Miss Deborah. I don't, I don't remember her last name. She was a traveling nurse. And so I had no idea what was going on. Uh, I had no idea that Cannon's heart rate was dropping. None of that, uh, because the nurses, they knew with me being a first time mom, they didn't want to freak me out. So I appreciate that in the long run. I, I really did appreciate that looking at the bigger picture. And so that probably would have freaked me out while I was about to give birth. And so I just remember laying there um, and she missed the, the nurse Deborah. She obviously saw what was going on um, and I had no idea. And so I just remember laying there and I felt the contractions. I was kind of watching TV trying to get they, and they tell you get some rest before the baby comes here. And so I appreciate that now. Hallelujah. <laughs> but uh, I remember her saying, OK. And so I guess Cannon was too far up. So she was trying to move him down because he needed to come on out. That his little heart rate kept dropping, mine kept going uh, up, and so it was just all kinds of bad stuff going on, and so I had no idea that this was happening. However, uh, this angel of a nurse, Miss Miss Deborah, she did it so smooth that I had no idea what was going on, but she she was moving me from side to side, she was moving my legs, and she just had me doing all these things for like 10 to 15 minutes, it felt like, and the next thing I know she has me in the position to give birth. And so my husband was on one side, my my mom was on another side. 
and she told me to start pushing. And I kid you not, I don't know what she did or what kind of prayers she threw up or what kind of conversation she had with God. Uh, and I hear stories about ladies saying that, you know, all kinds of stories about how long it took and labor and all this good stuff. It literally took me, I believe, 10 to 12 pushes and my son was out. And so it was amazing how that worked out. Um, and I, I honestly believe it had something to do with trusting God because everything was out of my control. I had no idea what was going to happen. Anything can happen when you're giving birth, anything literally. And so anything can happen, um, when you're giving birth and, I just remember saying, trusting God, trusting God. Every time I pushed, I said, trusting God, trusting God, trusting God. And it was just so amazing how it worked out. Um, And so I believe that we can relate that to our life. I'll share what happened after birth um, on a later episode, because that was kind of crazy after, after I, I, I pushed him on out. It was just crazy what happened after. And we'll talk about that on another episode. But I think that we can oftentimes say like in the middle of everything that's going on, even if it's not in your control, which most of the time it's not in your control. Um, I believe that we have to just keep telling ourselves, just trusting God, um, trusting God, trusting God and keep our focus on him and keep our focus off of whatever it is that's going on at that present moment, whether it's, it's chaos, it can be the worst of situations, but if you keep your eye focused on, I believe if you keep your eye focused on God and, 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 and just distract whatever it is that you're, um, distract yourself from whatever it is that's currently going on you still have to deal with it yeah but I believe that if you if you just just focus and trust in God I believe that everything will work out in your favor and so um though the though when things work out, it may not be what you have expected or the result that you wanted, but trust and believe when you look on the bigger scope of things, God was doing something and moving something within you um, to make you say, okay, now I understand why this happened. And it may take you years to understand why this happened, but you will truly be able to hear uh, why it happened. And so that's all I have to share with you today. I'm I'm hoping that this is giving somebody a little bit of insight as to how this podcast is going to go down. I mean, we're going to be talking about all different kinds of stuff. I can't wait to hear uh, the interview next week or, you know, and just have a conversation with uh, Miss Katrina. I'm excited to hear. Uh, she has two little ones um, already, and I think they're a little bit older. Yeah, they are older than Canon, and so I'm excited to hear uh, how long this, this adventurous two, three, whatever age lasts. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask her or me for the next show, feel free to, to DM us uh, on Instagram at the Moms Brand. And so I'm excited. I hope that you guys are excited. Remember, if you like what you are hearing, please subscribe. Please, 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 please subscribe. And I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. Y'all have an incredibly blessed day, a blessed week for the most part. And I'll talk to you then.